It is a Monday. It feels like a Thursday production because tomorrow is a holiday, or certainly tomorrow is Freedom Day. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Viewpoint, 26th of April, 2021. We trust that wherever you are, you are safe, you are healthy, you are well-fed, you are sheltered, you are warm. I'm talking to all things freedom. You are due those things. They are yours by virtue of being a human being. Shelter over your head. Warmth, warm water, clean warm water if that's what you want. Otherwise, clean cold water running from a tap. It's your right. It's your due. You are worthy of it as a human being. You are due and worthy of company at this time. Electricity, your lights should be on. Your stove with food, cooking in the cupboard, plenty from where that comes from. Unfortunately, those freedoms for too many, far too many, remain elusive on the eve of freedom day tonight we open the lines exactly on the freedoms we are due in this country as individuals and the freedoms we are not getting if you want to use this time to just air your frustrations because you don't have whatever it is that you don't have and you know you are worthy of having that thing please go please give us a call if you want to share in the wonderful opportunities freedom has given you in the last 27 years or any time sooner than that, please do share with us. This is, of course, the segment for the weekend wrap with me, Songas Omabegta, here on SAFM. Good evening as well from my team, Brafini and Lesejo, to you in your homes, in your cars, and wherever else you may be tuning in from. Hashtag Freedom Day, hashtag Ramaphosa's on the commission, an ongoing conversation, hashtag ANC. ANC step aside, the days quite literally now are numbered for some. The renaming of William Nickel Drive here in Johannesburg, your thoughts on that, as led by Jesse Duarte, Deputy Secretary General of the movement, and of course, Cuban engineers. I remember last year, Lesejo and I wanted to speak to the minister. At the last minute, the minister dodged us. This was after she had said, there is no crisis in the country with water. Now, because there's still no crisis, we're getting Cuban engineers, particularly in the water infrastructure place space, to come and assist us. So your thoughts on that, more than welcome. Senior political researcher at Zubera Institute for Research and Development, Mr. Olani Dube, is on the line to engage with us. All of these hashtags and anything else you at home might feel you want to engage us on. Olani, sir, good evening. Thank you for joining us. Let me humble myself to you, Songhezo, as well as to the listeners. Thank you. You don't have to humble me to. You don't have to humble yourself to me. I promise. Somebody else may be. Let's talk about Freedom Day. Twenty-seven years and counting tomorrow. It's effectively the crown birthday of our Freedom Day of our freedom as a nation. What have we missed in twenty-seven years? What have we hit in twenty-seven years? Your top three on either side. Song is off. What we were knowing before is only the description of democracy. That democracy is government of the people, by the people, for the people. Remember, it was the slogan uh, during the 80s that everyone was saying one day South Africa will enjoy freedom and the black people will be free and that freedom will bring democracy, you know. And uh, lately, Post that, 
is 26 years now, which is now 27, people are starting to realize that, look, it seems as if this democracy is just an illusion. And this freedom possibly the bondage. Why I am saying that? If we go to the South African labor states currently, we have about 13 million people who are unemployed. And when we also look at the South African G coefficient, of which is a study that looks at the inequality in our society, it is one of the shocking in the world. And the and mainly post-1994, it, it became something unbearable. And also, when you look at how many South Africans who afford what you call the food basket, because the food basket, everyone to a certain extent is supposed to afford it, but to, what is shocking is that about 70% of South Africans can't even afford the South African food basket, and mainly of that 70% is what is these South African natives, those who are hysterically dispossessed and oppressed. And also, the Oxfam, it gave us a stat saying that the wealth of South Africa is still in the hands of the few families, meaning that the few families can feed about 70% of the South African population, of which it shows the inequality in our country. And the, also to move further, we have our Auditor General, you know, uh, the late Ubaba Umakweto and the current one, Umama uh, Umaluleke. They are telling us that when it comes to mismanagement in the local government as well as in, in the provincial government, it, 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 South Africa has become a shameless society or a shameless government because it seems as if these people they can't simply manage our finance. And lastly, we've seen number of commissions for the past twenty seven years from the arms deal, this commission and that commission. All these commissions they are taking us to the belly of the beast of South African corruption. And it shows that South Africa really we are becoming a heartless society. And so if democracy is about the government that is for the people, a caring government, a government that is that got compassion to its people, it seems as if the South African government it is an antithesis to the definition and to the aspiration and the hope of a number of South Africans who were hoping that post apartheid South Africa would be a better country. Well, that's the diagnosis so far from Mr. Kolani Dube, senior political researcher at Zubera Institute for Research and Development. We are taking your calls on Johannesburg 714-2006 for your thoughts as we contribute towards the imminent dialogue, if not already, on Freedom Day. Of course, tomorrow it's going to go to town. All media platforms are going to be harping on on the hashtag Freedom Day. Tonight is the eve thereof. It's the 26th. Tomorrow is the 27th, the crown birthday, as I've mentioned. But in the context of Freedom Day, what are we really going to be celebrating or commemorating in the light of other conversations which we are due to have just this evening. Ramaphosa, Zondo Commission, ANC Step Aside, renaming of William Nickel Drive, Cuban Engineers, 
each and every single one of these hashtags that are part of the conversation of this evening's hashtag weekend rap have a profound way of impacting, if you like, some of the themes under the Constitution, particularly the Freedom, Freedom Day specifically. For instance, the president being called to account for his role or otherwise we don't know in what has been termed the capture of the state by private individuals, largely referred to as the Guptas, but it can't possibly be the Guptas alone. question is, who are those individuals and what is it that they did gain in the time, in the relevant period anyway, of the framework of the Zonda Commission? ANC, step aside, what might that mean for the ANC itself first and the impact that that will have in governance at large in the country, particularly in institutions where certain people who might be called to step aside will leave a void. What might that do for service delivery? Cuban doctors, the biggest up yours I have seen in a long time to South Africans. This thing that Minister Sisulu decided, and I don't know what the protocols were in coming to that conclusion. After the break then, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kwanani Dube will be engaging your thoughts. At least I want five calls. Is that possible? Five calls, one after the other, talking about Freedom Day, Ramaphosa at the Zondo Commission, ANC step aside, the chickens are coming to host, the chickens are coming to roost for some in four days from now. The renaming of William Nickel Drive, yay, nay, not now, maybe later. Your thoughts as well on the matter of Cuban doctors. 2021. Songhe on SAFM. Song is indeed here on SAFM. Already I've got a couple on the line. First up in Vitbank, Sidwell. Good evening, Sidwell. I understand you're a first-time caller. Are you? How are you, sir? I'm well, sir. How are you? Yes. Uh, it's uh, Steve Cotter's uh, Cathy, Precious, and then lately is, uh, is this guy, uh, Adrian, from the Song is on my <laughs> Thank you, sir. Let me just quickly remind you, you from now, from now, you've got 90 seconds. We have okay. this okay. segment, and All we right, make sure sir. people are in and out. Up, up. All right. Sure. You know, I'll tell you straight, my brother. Ne? Mm. We, are, we are actually taking people to their, to, to their wellness in South Africa. My brother, any certain or any press that you read, it says when you're looking for work in South Africa, you must be 18 to 31 years of age. Ne? Mm. These old people who are sitting there in Parliament, how old are they? Not 31. <laughs> they must be removed out of the Parliament so the youth, the young people can go there. That's why today they are taking the Cubans, engineers. I'm an engineer myself, a qualified one, PR. I'm doing the networking, uh, water networking. There's no such thing to say South Africa's got a crisis about water. There is none. Uh, I, can, I can point to them all. I can point the president himself, um, Keys, I can point Lil Sulu, whoever, uh, and Jim Utsaka. How old are they, these people? If now I'm going to get a job in parliament and become a parliamentary member, how old will I be? But at the end of the day, they are ruling our life and they're saying, you must be 18 to 31 years of age. How old are they? We are so good in South Africa to listen to this thing of saying people are ruling our lives. I'm sorry to say this, but I'll put it straight. These people, they must come out there. The youth must come in there. We heard enough about them. They have done whatever they do. How old is the Zondo Commission, the Zondo himself? How old is he sitting there? But Yeah, lots of questions 
who is to answer them? Let's go to an inevitable caller this evening. Good evening, Mike from Cape Town. Hi, good evening, Songeza, and to your guest. And I, uh, I, I just want uh, this. I wasn't going to phone, but 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 you mentioned Cubans and doctors and engineers, and quite frankly, my blood pressure goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. It is unacceptable, as your just caller just said. If he's an engineer himself, what are we doing with Cubans at two point four million rand a head? For on a part-time basis, would you believe? And they are here, and the, the engineers uh, department, well, the engineers society of engineers, of which Sidwell, no doubt, is a member, will tell you that we've got they can they can point to 120, 130 engineers that are unemployed in our country, black, white, young, and old. But more to the point is why are we? What is this fixation with Cuba? I've just watched the James Bond movie, and where do all the bad guys go with the stolen money? They go to Cuba. Why do they go to Cuba? Because it's not a democracy; it's a one-party state. There's no free press. You can't make a call like this in Cuba. You'd be locked up. And the money, it's salted away. And so I'm asking the question to myself, why we spent 600 million rand to Cuba on doctors, engineers, mechanics, and heaven knows what else. We've got nothing to show for it, except I'll take you to a hotel in London Road in Seapoint, St. Gezo, where I will show you four Cuban doctors living in luxury, doing less than nothing with bodyguards. Thanks very much, St. Gezo. Mm, thank you so much, Mike and Newlands. Yeah, South Africans, eh? Let's keep talking. Let's keep talking. This is the hashtag weekend wrap. Freedom Day, Ramaphosa Zondo Commission, ANC step aside. It's going to come to roost now as to whether or not the ANC is serious about this thing. End of April is quite nigh. The renaming of William Nickel Drive, of course, the name I haven't mentioned is Winnie Matigizela Mandela. That is the proposal from William Nickel Drive to Winnie Matigizela Mandela Drive. And, of course, two calls, two comments on Cuban engineers. Any more comments? Let's go to in Bloemfontein. Oba. Good day, thank you. How are you? Well, ma- how are you, sir? I say, when I entered secondary school in the 60s, our teacher used to teach us that why we pay tax. He said we pay tax for the art, we pay tax for education, we pay tax for health, we pay tax for police, we pay tax for... We pay tax for but today... We have private school. We pay tax two times. Private police, private prostitution, private what? Private what? So where are we going? The best thing is to bring students to South Africa to, to, to teach us. But it's not necessary for us to go to school. They'll come here to come and teach us how to use wood, how to close taps, how to do what? What the Cubans are here for, Sonjeva, is to pay back. We are paying them back for what they did for us. But I, I didn't benefit from the Cubans when they were fighting at Tangol. At, at I didn't benefit. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Much appreciated. I think more and more as we engage this question of Cuban engineers, this country needs to understand precisely the relationship Cuba has with the country, Cuba has with the ANC, the relationship precisely or particularly between the former leaders at the time, instrumental leaders anyway, in the relations that we are now experiencing. Madiba and Castro. They do have an embassy here. We're going to reach out to the Cuban embassy as we are to South Africa's Derka for the purposes of engaging South Africans and their relationship with Cuba. This time last year, it was more or less the Cuban doctors arriving for the purposes of assisting us with our fight against COVID. Let's go to Hillbro now, just around the corner. Shelley, good evening. I put song as is it put song as any? It's just Songezo, but thanks for the respect. Songezo, okay. That. So it's out of respect. Thank you, Mama. I I've do called. Um, Ushakina has done this. So Sakina, yeah, she's done a story about me. I'm from JNPD. 
Like, this is like a perfect uh, conversation that you're addressing because I'm sitting right at home. I wasn't giving money. Like, me, now they've gone as far as try to get me committed to a mental institution so that they can give the feedback to media because they say that I come here because I'm crazy. AJMPD. Mina, I want to speak to South Africa and why is this a democratic country but we are sitting in Makaya like cowards? Because these people, Basenza, Wutisi, Fide, whatever. Mina, the reason why I speak out from JMPD is because I am not going to keep quiet in Kulema home, so I know what it's like to struggle. I don't like girls that grew up like me, because people, country, they are the ones who want them to throw their, their towels. What about I'm not going to eat alone. And I feel sad that I always bump into people telling me, For so long, ANC in power. I get because right now the head went as far as tried to get me committed. I don't even know but they, they want to come my excuses about need and intelligent mother. They went as far as tell the doctors that when they don't even know how I raise my own child, I'm being victimized for telling the truth. Sure, 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 sure. Guys, there are real struggles out there. Um, that's my only response to that. And I, the passion in the voice is the I did here. Um, I'm, I'm sorry I cannot do anything more other than just to simply say, I hear you. We hear you. Let's move on, guys. Let's go to Banzi in Mkondo. Banzi, good evening. Tungezo. Hello, Tungezo. Hi, Banzi. That's the yes, ritual yes. we play for people who are first-time callers. So I'm going to give you 90 seconds plus five. Go for it. Thank Thanks for calling us. Thank you for Tungezo. Yes, I'm calling in, in, I want to comment with the Cuban engineers. You know, Yamien Pumalanga, not far, about uh, 25, 20 kilometers from here, a place ship more. There's no water there. And there is dams not far from the Jericho Dam and another one in Amsterdam. So uh, I think if really the statistics shows that we have unemployed engineers, but they, there are people without water, as we speak. So, really, I, I think if the Cuban engineers are here to assist on rural areas, uh, there's no water there, there are people who run six, six months or three months without water in South Africa, I think really we must give it a, a try. Okay, fair that's enough. my comments on this one. No, I appreciate that, Babuanzi, and that's that's the perspective, of course, and and this is precisely why we have talk radio so that we can gain perspectives. Perspectives can only sharpen us. Thank you so much to Banzi, our first time caller from Thanks. Kondo. Thank you Thanks indeed. Thank you, sir. Let's go to Durban, one of our regular callers, Sakile. Good evening. Thank you so much for calling. Yes, you've got a man that I respect the most. You know, usually I don't like think tanks, but you know, Kulan Dube and Zubera. They are my favorite. But what I wanted to talk about is the CPI, inflation. You see, in February, we're being told it's just around 2%. In March, we are told it is 
below 3.5%. Yet things are really expensive. Right? Like, they are really, really expensive. I'm not sure if you do your own grocery, but, you know, oh, yes. even if, if pet beans, as long as it hardly goes up, even if the petrol can shoot up or whatever can happen, if that thing goes up by more than 20%, you know you're in trouble. Um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, as long as, you know, I don't think that, you know, we should leave economics to the, to the economists, you know, the jargon language, but something is wrong with these numbers. You know, I think we should interrogate more on these numbers of inflation because it cannot happen that people are saying it is at an all-time low, yet <laughs> we are paying like huge, huge numbers for the for the food. I, I'm really skeptical now of the inflation numbers. Thank you, man. Thank you to Kulan Tube as well. Thank you so much. Let's go back to him. Let's go back to him just in a second. Sorry, Kulani. Let's just quickly play a voice note here, and then we will give this opportunity for you to wrap up essentially the sentiments coming through from the listeners. Let's hear the voice note. Tongs, your team, what a good show. Good evening. And all SFM listeners, I I will only celebrate Freedom Day next year. I need National Bargaining Council Road Freight Industry to be removed. These people, they are not standing for us as truck drivers. They are benefiting, getting all allowances. Come to driver, nothing. Companies are doing what they want, putting live cameras. Don't pay us our overtime, force us to work. Huh? Ah, next. It's Uncle JJ, truck driver. Good evening, Songeza. My name is Leo and I'm from Hot Bay, Cape Town. Since I'm an old food soldier for the ANC in the past 76, 85, served in Zimbabwe, I believed we don't have a freedom. And I believe the freedom will only come when we realize after after the retirement of Mr. Mandela, we have made many mistakes. Look at crime, look at unemployment, look at fraud, look at all the disabilities we are having in the country. Freedom can only come when we realize the mistakes we have made. Good evening, Mshegas and your guest. Do I and many South Africans have what is due to us? Let us put the widows of the Marikana massacres on the line and ask them, do you have what is due to you? Let us put the students that some are languishing in jail that led the FISMAS fall movement, do you have what is due to you? Let us ask the family of the late Andres Tatane, may his soul rest in peace, and ask them, do you have what is due to you as far as service delivery is concerned? The third part is even in that municipality where Andres Tatane passed on, to this day they are not getting the services. We were told there's a new dawn. That new dawn happened to be nothing but a pie in the sky. People that voted the ANC replaced a fridge with a cooler box. And today they are crying foul. But I say to them, you are architects of your own misfortune. Don't be like a sailor kissing the sea. It's Honorable Monareng and Kailicha. Thank you, everybody, for your passion. Olani, these are South Africans whose experiences, perspectives, aspirations and hopes are valid 
and their frustrations are valid because somebody somewhere is not delivering the full measure of the promise or of the due. Respond to them, please. Look, you know, this is a very sad program. Trust me, and it's very painful, you know, where we are supposed to really honor and celebrate the journey that some of the people of this country uh, fought so hard and others even perish along the way, you know. And clearly, I think we have to ask ourselves what happened in 1994 or in 1993 where the so-called black political elites were in conversation in closed doors with the African political elite as well as the mineral energy complex who was sacrificed in that meeting. It seems as if our souls, that's where we're betrayed. Our hopes, that's where we're betrayed. Because if really, if ANC was honest to us, we're not going to be in this sinkhole and screaming for salvation. I think what is happening here is clear from education, the influx of so-called the Cuban doctors. It's not only Cuban doctors. Go to primary school, you see the Zimbabweans. Uh, you see all these other so-called foreigners coming to South Africa saying, we want to rescue you, you know. And you ask yourself, is our government in charge currently to have a vision? We come from we went to Kada Asma, I mean, to Kada Asma. From Kada Asma, we went to Naledi Panda, Naledi Panda, and then it was Engi Motsa. But we don't see any food in that education system. And so any nation that undermines its education system, it means that that education has got no will to see itself being the triumphant or being the victors for the future. And so, in a way, the current system that ANC adopted from apartheid and colonialism still keep on grinding the hope, the potential of the natives of this country. Hence, today, we are becoming a basket case of other nations. It's like we don't have pride. We can't teach our kids. We can't even rescue ourselves in terms of water, in terms of, med- of, of medical issues. And also, remember that it's not only the Cuban doctors. Same thing in ESCOM. Same thing during the World Cup when they were building the stadiums. It was not built by South Africans, but we were taking skills outside the South African borders. And so the question that we have to ask ourselves as South Africans is a very simple one. In 1994, when the black political elites, the African political elites and the so-called mineral energy complex, when they were sitting in that room behind those closed doors, whose soul was sold? Because once we answer that question, I think that's where we can 
have a step forward. But if we're not going to answer that question and demand a disclosure, a disclosure on the agreement that they reached during CODESA, I can assure you we will keep on screaming in this sinkhole and we are not going to be rescued by anyone. But also, we have to blame ourselves as South Africans and ask ourselves, what hypnotizes us to the sentiments of the past rather than for us investing to the future of the next generation? That's a perfect question to end the segment on. What hypnotized us to the past more than the aspirations of the future of this country? That is a very poignant question. I hope sooner rather than later we can have answers to that question because I am most certain should we then begin to engage the question with such answers that will take us forward into the future more than less, rather less reflective and more prospective. Um, Only then, Mariette, the many lamentations that have come through in the counts of South Africans, ordinary South Africans whose lived experiences are their most primary thing to which they can refer to when they engage the question of whether or not Freedom Day is a day, whether is a day to celebrate or not. I shudder at the thought of many South Africans who have not yet called, but whose experiences could be far worse than those that we have heard. Thanks for the engagement, folks. Let's move on. Mr. Kolani Dube, your time has been appreciated. He's, of course, from Zubera Institute for Research and Development. There he's a senior political researcher. Let's talk all things intellectual property after the break.